This is a HeadGum Podcast. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. The hunt for the best Christian song of all time continues on today's Good Christian Fun. I love what was that one that is bootlegged audio of mel gibson losing his mind and for those that couldn't make it out, he screamed, why don't I have a first draft of the Maccabees? <laughs> so our theme song is becoming like a celebrity sex tape, but instead just like <laughs> the horrible things they've screamed in right. private. Well, at least there wasn't, you know, any expletives. Oh, I love it. Yeah, I am on the fence Except about the bitch. Roseanne cliff because, yeah, that is a little hateful, <laughs> but more towards herself. But Oprah kicks us off. Uh, and with love yeah, for bread. Anyway. Well, uh, by the way, it, I thought it would be a funny exercise to just listen to what the clips sound like without the I music. I was going to suggest you do this. Here's what it sounds like. If you like. don't like this stuff, go ahead and skip I ahead. love Hey. I'm just chilling. Uh, bazinga. Hey. Okay, hey. bitch. Watch this. Chilling. <laughs> bazinga. There's Urkel, there's Amy, there's Drew Tarver's dad, there's Gaga, there's Cheers, there's Home Improvement, and then Mel Gibson. (laughs) Welcome to Good Christian Fun, I'm Kevin. We're here to have good Christian fun. Wait, I know we should move on, but I do need to know who's saying you got me straight dripping, boo. That's Eugene Levy and Bringing Down the House, the classic Steve Martin, Queen Latifah movie from 2004. (laughs) I'm so glad our guest is enjoying this. Oh, Oh, boy. Boy. (laughs) Welcome to our podcast. I mean, that's what a great sampler of what this podcast is all about. God, I love it so much. Has felt really good. Uh, good Christian fun is, of course, I'm the so podcast sorry. where you have you've... to yes. interject. Yeah, Please. I just have a quick question. Marianne. Have you seen yes. um, Last Holiday, Queen Latifah joint? Wait. No, I have seen Almost Christmas, though. <laughs> <laughs> Different. Sorry, <laughs> Wait, is that a Christmas movie with Queen it Latifah? Is, uh, LL Cool J is also in it. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of asides to God, real just classic comedy. Like her, and... like looking at the guy, like nice one. Oh, I wish oh, okay. it was that subtle. <laughs> That's generous. It's a lot of like, why God and LL being like, who you talk to, and her just being like, God. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> Very cool. Queen Latifah has oh, a man. nice hold on kind of the Christian or Christian adjacent film market. The oh, I guess film so, yeah. we talked about last week, Miracles from Heaven. She had a big supporting role in that one as well with Jennifer Garner, where yeah. she played a helpful waitress that gave them a tour of Boston. Of like wow. the aquarium. And she's Queen Latifah, yeah. like with more fun hair. And she just <laughs> takes them around and is really nice. Oh, uh-huh. man. Yeah. But of course, this podcast is the podcast where we talk about Christian pop culture, Christian movies, music entertainment things like that caroline and i were raised with it we are still technically legally christians but we're not here to make you go to church or preach to you (laughs) or proselytize to you and we're not here to bash you either if you believe that or believe something different we're just here to talk about it yeah and have fun great summary good christian fun uh but if you are interested we do have literature for you after the show (laughs) we always have literature (laughs) kevin just hands out uh, nancy comic strips oh i mean that'd be the best if you're not up on nancy listen it is you're not close to god invariably there will be a moment every day where i'm like wait a minute i haven't read today's nancy (laughs) and i'll go and read it it always is good i just read through the whole back catalog and it was great it's great it's so it. great. Olivia James yeah, crushing it. Great recommendation. Uh, but the topic for today is the hunt for the best Christian song of all time. Best we can be loose with our definition it's of sure. it. But we need help from a very special friend and a very special guest to do it with us. Ladies and gentlemen, you may know her from Comedy Bang Bang, from Teachers, and from her sitcom AP Bio on NBC. Ladies and gentlemen, give it the hell up for Mary Soul! Oh boy. Mary, thank you so much for joining us. Wowee, it is so wonderful to be here. It's really fun. What a great time. (laughs) Mary did ask before we started recording, fair question. She said, so am I myself or am I playing a character? I believe I eloquently said, are we just people? What does that (laughs) even mean? We are just people. And that's really what it's all about. You hit upon the big theme of this show. We're just people. We're just figuring it out. It's okay. Do you feel like you're playing a version of yourself? Did you say a version of yourself? (laughs) I didn't, but it's interesting you heard that. Okay. (laughs) A version of myself? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I play a low status character when I co host. That's true. I'm not kidding. Low status character? Yeah. Like whether I'm co hosting with Alice Wetterlin or with my old friend Demi or you, I, I usually go low status. Like, yeah, you're right. I suck. Oh, interesting. Like, I, I usually okay. lean into that. That's nice. Whereas in real life, I'm a bully. Wow. Yeah. I yeah. saw it. And I'm really, yeah. See, Mary saw a flash of <laughs> fire in my eyes <laughs> and on my head. Mary, thanks so much for joining yeah, us. Yeah, thanks on the for show. being here. This is Welcome. So fun to already. GCF. How fun. Well, what is your background, your history? with faith, God, religion, all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. Did you grow up with like Christian things very often? Oh, no? yeah, baby. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, yeah. Oh, great. I um, grew up Presby. That's short for Presbyterian. <laughs> Presby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, my parents were super religious. My dad has since passed. And I think that deserves a round of applause. Oh, um, uh, okay. For him. Yay. <laughs> yay, Presby dad. My mom, who is living, mm-hmm. is very Christian. Very Christian. And like 
Still wow, the Presbyterian flavor? Mm-hmm. She, oh, <laughs> <laughs> She's so Christian. She goes to church every day. Whoa, oh, even when it's not Wait, open. really? She does go every day? Or oh, well, pretty who's going to do that morning prayer? <laughs> who's going to do that morning prayer? <laughs> she wakes up at 4.30 in the morning and goes to morning prayer. Wow. And it's, wait, and it happens at the church. It's not just like a ritual for herself at home. No, it's kind of like a quiet, um, like a smaller Led prayer. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Every day. Is that common in Presbyterian churches? I'm not familiar. I like, is in it like Korean Presbyterian churches? You get to have it every day. Okay. Cool. Yeah. She loves God every day. I've <laughs> never woken up at 4:30 on the regs for anything. No. Much less uh, common prayer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think. I think there was a, a time in my life where I did try to wake up early and like the first thing I'm gonna do is pray this yeah. morning. Yeah. And I always just ended up. Okay, Father God, and fall back so many times. immediately, <laughs> immediately. I don't think prayer should be the f- the first thing you should do is like eat or like get dressed or something. Scroll like roll Instagram, wake yes. your brain up, or honestly go on a walk. Sometimes uh, I've been getting into habit now. First thing I do is go on a walk. Man, if you want to pray or meditate, then on your walk, great. You can do it then while you're walking. That's nice. so great to wake up early enough to go on a walk. What? How luxurious your life wow. must be. What? No, it's a, wow. I wake up at 6. It's I'm not rolling just, out of I'm not in a dead rush out the door. Sorry, this is why slamming. male privilege seeping through. I apologize. My walks. Woof, it is showing. Yeah, oh, boy. So that was your parents, but then how did you feel about that growing up? Oh, so like I think th- it just felt so like that's what you're supposed to do. And then... Uh, we switched over to this white Presbyterian church and there were these things like my sister was two years older than me and we went on these trips called go and serve. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, we'd go to these different places and like basically volunteer. Nobody wanted the help that these stupid high school kids were doing, but we were doing it. And I remember she found so much fulfillment in it. And I was so disappointed. I feel like that was when my faith started to like waver a bit was when I was like, oh, Church has the same politics as anything. And it was really disappointing to me. I wanted it to be the one place that it wasn't that way. Mm, Where things were fair. Yeah. Did you feel like it played out because there were kids who were like favorites in the group or something like that? Yeah, I guess so. Like favorites with the people that they had grown up with in this church. Mm -hmm. And in my my sister's own way, she found her own little um, niche too. I just didn't buy it anymore. Mm. It just felt really like this is supposed to be the house of God. And just didn't feel like it. Can I ask? I'm, I don't know a lot about the Korean Presbyterian Church. <laughs> and um, why not? Obviously. <laughs> it's weird that you don't know yeah, a lot know, about the Korean more. Presbyterian Church. <laughs> Did you notice much difference between those two churches or that experience for you? Yeah, the white Presbyterian Church was really um, like based in tradition. And oh. even the building was like this brick, beautifully constructed building that was just like very reg- regimented. I think the Korean church was a little less organized and was um, we rented a certain part of another church. Okay. So it wasn't even like we had a church. Yeah, oh, they had gotcha. the yeah. Mm-hmm. it was a little wild. But I will say one thing through and through, and I still love to this day, are hymns. Hymns? Like classic hymns. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hymns gr- make me feel something. Because yeah. I guess in the Presbyterian church, you're not singing contemporary worship. You are still singing the hymn stuff. Little bit of column A, little bit of column B. Okay, so contemporary stuff, what would it be? Do you remember any of those songs? Well, contemporary at that time, but it was new to us and we loved it, was As the deer panteth for the water so my soul longeth after thee. After you? Thee. After thee. 
You are Lord on my straight mind. May my spirit yield. Yeah, that is a cool song. Yes, thank you. <laughs> I've been trying to convince you of this for a it's long a cool time. Fresh song. Listen, in the first live, we're talking about deer panta thing. <laughs> cool. That's a, that is water. a strong visual <laughs> image. Yeah, contemporary music because yeah, like '90s, 2000s stuff. Uh, was there any uh, 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 shout to the Lord? You're like your oh sure pro- proto yes. hill song mm-hmm. to what we know now is like the big death star worship music hill <laughs> song. Yeah. Was like oh they have a few songs I know when it now it's just like this is everything. <laughs> this is all that I there dreamt. is. Yeah oh hail hill song hashtag <laughs> hail hill song for sure. <laughs> they are um, they're great. Our God is an awesome God. <laughs> he reigns. Yes. But hymn stuff, you know, we've never really talked in depth about hymns. Yeah, which arguably is such Christian culture. That should be, I, mean, I guess we've just always talked about stuff from the 90s or whatever. Cre- yeah, Let's Christian. About the 1890s. Well, I, I guess technically, yeah, exactly. <laughs> stuff only 1890s kids will understand on BuzzFeed. Like, you know, when you're like Pantith and. <laughs> oh, clickbait. <laughs> I mean, are do you think hymns are technically pop culture? Or are they just culture? Is that just music culture? I'm getting real persnickety technical about this. You but. are getting technical about it. I don't know what, what the definition was. I mean, at the time, would that be their pop culture? Sure. That Having was probably their newsboys, was it as well. <laughs> <laughs> Shine. It is well. I remember it is well. Uh, it is well Johan has a wild story. What's that? This year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is well has a wild backstory to it. I remember the guy th- went through a lot of shit and a lot of it suffering. It is well with my soul. Yeah. Oh. It is well with yeah. my soul. What I were the ones one. you got you remember saying growing up? I don't know why this one came out of the gates, but deep and wide. Okay. Deep and wide. Deep and wide, there's a fountain. Deep and wide, fountain. Fountain. You know, also, I was a big away in a manger head. I don't mean to yeah. be too Christmassy, but um, damn, I love that song. Oh, damn, it's so good. Damn, away in a manger. I uh, come thou fount. I feel like has become a new. Christmas standard in How a way. Does that go? I think be- I'm now found of every blessing to my heart to sing thy praise. Yes. I think because of the Sufjan arrangement. Oh, come on. Even a stranger. Yep. Come on. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> Wondering from the other God. Uh, you're letting us just indulge in our singing fantasies now. Thank you. Yeah, this is the dream podcast where three people just kind of sit around and go like, and then the other one goes like, Heaven had to give there. Until one of us is like, Can you not come in until I finish that? Yeah, and then you I just want to layer later. Let me get to the B section first. <laughs> you're on harmony. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, the Sufjan arrangement, I think, makes it more, and I know a lot of churches now use Come That Found, because literally, I think only because he played Jingle Bells over it on the Songs <laughs> for Christmas oh, EP. For, as a Christmas yeah. song. Yeah, <laughs> and now it's like, oh, well, I guess it's a it's a Christmas song now. We'll take all we can get. It's what yeah. reminds me of Christmas. I remember editing a video like six or seven years ago of just like, I just got a new camera, so it's just shooting footage of all my friends at Christmas time and going to like tree lightings and gingerbread house parties and stuff, and I put it to that song so it's like inextricably in my hand that's so strange i would never thought that that is here comes christmas for me (laughs) that's right
Oh, I'm um, having a rando question that yes. I want to ask you guys. The one thing in church that makes me cry so hard are when um, children sing in a group. Like, it doesn't matter what they sing. It's just so dang pure. Is there something in church that makes you guys just, like, cry without fail? Ooh, this is is good. I think um, that's a great question. I think oftentimes in the past when I've seen baptisms, (gasps) those are, like, really lovely. Yeah. One of the churches we used to go to, too, they would do it in a way that was, like, I mean, it was a it was a little rock and roll. <laughs> yeah, was... it was like kind of a lot, but it was powerful. Yeah, but it, they had people like projected on a big screen. It was on the stage, and it was like a mass that was for baptism. Easter. Yeah, yeah, it was like cranking a one after the other, but it was so joyful. <laughs> and there was like a choir. I think choirs make me cry. Yeah, at any time. I think the unifying spirit of people singing yes. music together, it, and especially I guess with kids. Yeah, like when they're. But the thing with kids is, there's just always one. <laughs> Who God? God help him. You're gonna he's get a gonna, wild card. He You're gonna get at least loose one wild up there. card. He is doing whatever he wants. And <laughs> that oh, stops the tears. It kind of just turns mm-hmm. it into a laugh. Hilarious so, joy. so faith for you. Did you feel like? Were, was there like a moment where you feel like it kind of slipped away from you, or did it feel like a slow chipping away over time? You know, I feel like that's a tough question to answer because I don't really know where I stand now. Oh, okay. Um, but I do know even as a really young kid, I was super spiritual. I mm-hmm. felt things a lot. So like one time when I was getting confirmed. Oh, sure. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Pardon. I, are you looking at me differently now? <laughs> I am. <laughs> I didn't know we were in the presence of a confirmed person. Well, <laughs> kiss my ring. <laughs> Two denieds and one confirmed right over here. <laughs> we keep applying. They will not accept us. I don't like it. It's unfortunate. No, I'll get you in there. I'll oh, get you into you, the kingdom. You have an in? Oh, oh nice. We finally have an in. <laughs> we'll talk about it afterwards. <laughs> Um, I remember uh, we had we were like on our knees and like our sponsors had their hands on us. Mm-hmm. And I remember in that moment, I couldn't help it, but my body started like swaying wow. <laughs> yeah. in a way that I was, I, I really was like, I don't think I'm nervous or mm-hmm. anything like that. I've never exhibited signs of nervousness through like weird swaying. I swear to God, it was the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Really? I really... Even to this day, you think... Yeah, because w- it was such a thing of like, I can be conscious and it's not my body like betraying me right now. I was feeling something. And yeah. even like my person who was kind of laying hands upon me, I think she felt it too in a way that wasn't... Like she wasn't trying to stabilize me or anything or like that. Or she wasn't like sh- pushing you. <laughs> Ooh, it's a Ouija body. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's marked in your mind of like, I do have this spiritual touchstone for me that's, yeah. that's like still there and yeah. still important yeah and weirdly like two years later after that i remember at something with my parents i was like really upset i was like crying in my bed upstairs and i was kind of hunched over and i felt this very calming like hand on my back what? that was just really like supportive in a way that i mean hell it might have been a ghost <laughs> i don't know but it wasn't I, spooky though it, it felt comforting more really than comforting yeah Aww. those are interesting it, it's wow. hard those sort of things are really hard to deny on some level it, it's hard to know what to do with those yeah. and especially like as you get older and the more you enter adulthood because the emotional memory of it is still probably so clear and yeah. so resonant that's like, you have to do something with it. You can't just be like, whatever, who cares? <laughs> because it feels so strong. I think about this all the time with like, when people have experiences they would 
describe as paranormal or something with like a ghost or a spirit, whether it's like malevolent or positive. Mm-hmm. You have to do something with that stuff. But I as guess. you get older, I think as an adult, it's so much harder to talk about because then you all of a sudden get a thousand ghost experts that are like, actually, actually, um, it's actually not very common to feel that sort or whatever the hell. Uh, and and, and they start you. ghostplaining to you. Yeah. And I don't have time for it. No. <laughs> but just in a way that you feel like you have to prove something when really it was just like, I had this experience. That's what it was. Yeah, and you know? I don't. I feel comfortable having no explanation, and also like knowing it's true. I don't need you to like tell me. Yeah, the, like <laughs> metaphysical reality of it. Or whatever. Do you feel like you've ever experienced something like that, like some sort of like physical phenomena or encounter that was positive? You've talked about um, the negative stuff, like demonic oh, stuff. Yeah. You feel like you've encountered. Yeah, Whoa, yeah. Really? I think I. Well, <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. Like the demonic stuff without repeating myself too much was more of like, I think a lot in my head and just like the fear of knowing what it is or it could be coming for me and all that kind of stuff. Coming for me like and take over my body or coming for me and like act out in a negative way to your person. Uh, Usually it was just like, they will just come into my room like at nighttime. Oh, like like the devil. That was all it took. Yeah. Or just like demons or whatever. Were you raised with like a lot of demonology kind of stuff at all? No, no, but I do just, so sorry, I don't mean to no, cut no. off your sense, but like I one time uh, when I was smoking marijuana and I don't want to blame it on the marijuana, <laughs> but <laughs> I like looked in the mirror and I just like said to myself, I was like, you are evil. You are an oh my evil God. man. In that uh, moment, I thought I was an evil man. <laughs> it was like no. very freaky. That's but terrible. Please, yeah, continue. Yeah, that's interesting. I can see the parallel though. Um, but I, th- uh, as far as positive stories, um, yeah, I think I have, I don't think I'm ready to share them. They're still special. To sure, me. sure. But sure. Yeah. yeah. Have you though? I don't think so. Not any, like, like kind of supernatural thing. Supernatural, like positive, thing. something tangible. I don't think I have. Or even just like a feeling. Uh, the one thing that I think I might've mentioned before is like being slain in the spirit when I was 12. But Which, you said that was like not, right. not real. It was okay, it was yeah. fake news. It was a guy put his hand on my forehead and pushed me down. And I was like a twelve year old kid, <laughs> and people caught me and stuff. But it, uh, yeah, it was a little Benny Hinn situation, mm-hmm. unfortunately. Wow. Yeah, which is really intense. It's kind of confusing when you're a twelve year old person trying to suss out like how spiritual life would even work, and you have adults around you saying like, "Oh, it works like this." You know, I'm pushing you. Yeah. It was very confusing at the time. And then kind of the jig is up of like, you just made this up. Uh, what? It's really stuck with me. <laughs> that's, yeah, it really that's honestly has stuck with me. Mm-hmm. Like stuff like that. That was a slippery slope for yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so now you're open. You're open to whatever <laughs> things might be, whether it's supernatural or death and then there's nothing. Or do you still consider yourself a spiritual person? I think so. Yeah. I do think so. I think like if, if there is a God, I believe in the purest form of that, whatever that is. Mm-hmm. And I do see like love between people and animals and like the spirit moving in between people. I really, and like waves of energy. I really do believe in that. Um, speaking about the kind of spooky or parts of Christianity, yeah, sure. I remember um, people came to like pray for my father who has passed away. And I think that deserves a round of applause. Um, uh, <laughs> thank <we're> you. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> so this group of people came and I remember I was 30 and too scared to like look up over the couch because they started speaking in tongues. Sure. Well, over yeah. your father? 
Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. It yeah. was in my like living room, and I also heard my mom's voice in there. I've never heard her. Do- it sounded like she was speaking French. It was so bizarre in a way that I'm like, I didn't know we were that type of Christian. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, we do that. Whoa. I mean, it was like very bizarre. And yeah. I was truly too frozen to just like peer up over the couch. I was too scared. You were just like, I can't look yeah. at it. Yeah. Because I was scared about like, what if I look and it's something that like my brain won't be able to wrap around. I know what you mean. Yeah. Like something's just hovering or whatever. Ooh, or it I know. looks different. Or, I was fully yeah. expecting my mom to like, look like shaped different shape shifting yeah wow yeah the tongue stuff is always really the anything that's like overt spiritual gifts because the thing where i was slain in the spirit that would be a charismatic church that's more like into prophecy tongues uh where i don't even know the spiritual the other spiritual gifts uh, dopey sleepy happy uh, <laughs> uh peter greg <laughs> bobby <laughs> jan marcia uh, uh, Iron Miranda. Man, Thor, uh, <laughs> all the spiritual gifts, all wow. the colors of the rainbow. Oh, that's what they're called? They're called gifts? Those are, yeah, those are specific gifts. One of them, there's a spiritual gift, the gift of hospitality, which I always find oh, hilarious. Just How cute. Delightful. Or like the gift of administration. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> My gift isn't just general fellowship. <laughs> kind of filing really well, keeping things. I like to think homemade snickerdoodles is my spiritual. Oh, Very it cool. Is. Thank you. It's great. Oh boy. Yeah. Well, cool. Thanks for sharing your story yeah, and kind of framework with us. That's Truly, there's so much that has been said today that I have like never told anyone. That's really so crazy. Yeah, but it's because I think you just. Well, I don't know about you guys. Probably you a lot more than me because of this podcast, but. Really, like getting into that, I think it's very vulnerable. I think, yeah, Especially it is in vulnerable. this godless town. Hello, uh. <laughs> uh, you see the Hollywood sign. I see a sign saying Babylon, exit left. Uh, we're like Hollywood, <laughs> Hollywood is a good and you are up. going straight to Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, it's Dear funny because we've, I like, there have been a few people that have said that too, and I understand it too because I feel like beyond this podcast, even with me, like, I'm not talking about my church life very often. And it's like with with friends that I know or have known from church would be the only other occasion. So Right, because you yeah. know what you call the person that would like bring that up and prompt it a lot? A weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like if, if I just met you at a party, I'm like, so how'd you grow up religiously? And we just like dove into that. You'd be like, what are you trying well, to do? What's your order at Chipotle? And also have like, you ever heard your mom speak tongues? Or I get Yes or no, quick. <laughs> the, the podcast really is self-serving and that weirdly the formality of it is a framework that makes it less casual but then more open in a way because it opens people up where it's like it's safe i won't be mean to you because i'm talking (laughs) you know what i mean like like well these people aren't going to be jerks or trap me because it's like well (laughs) it's early i guess yeah yeah we're only 20 minutes into it the Uh, gift of editing (laughs) yes that's my spiritual gift the gift of bleeping and and blooping (laughs) be boop be boop oh boy well let's take a quick break And we'll be right back with more Good Christian Fun. 
This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A Frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code HEADGUM at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. Welcome back to Good Christian Fun. Now, before we get to the hunt for the best song of all time... It's time for another installment of a segment we started on second service okay. called, Hey, <laughs> what's going on with Lauren Daigle? Look up, child. <laughs> You're so obsessed with Lauren Daigle. Christian? Do you know yes. Daigle? Do you know who she is? I've heard her, yeah. How? I think she was on a weird Apple playlist. I have. Oh my gosh! Oh, wow. She, okay. She's she's uh, doing branded content I mean, with Alexa big. on her Instagram. Is she really? Oh yeah. In I between Cracklin's bits. Hi y'all. <laughs> <laughs> she's <laughs> okay. So a little God's plan, and for listeners that may not know or haven't listened to that episode, Lauren Daigle is probably the biggest like solo artist in Christian music right now. Kind of doing a crossover thing a little bit, even though her music is explicitly Christian. Her voice sounds a lot like Adele, and she does like a lot of Adele sound-alike songs and then some like contemporary worship songs as well. But she's getting legitimate like TV time. She was uh, she was the musical guest on Tonight's Show with Fallon, and she did Ellen. And in the first installment of this segment, we talked about the backlash that she got from a Christian audience because she did Ellen. Oh, come and now, Ellen is gay. And and ba 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 ba, and she started getting criticism. She said, "This is the first time in my career that I've ever gotten criticism," which I find to be extraordinary. Wow, first that's time? True. Wow. She said that. Oh, welcome to the big leaves, babe. Yeah. Now over Ellen, <laughs> I I just love checking in with this girl and seeing what's going on, though, because it is getting worse. It's getting worse for Lauren Daigle. So here's what happened. She was on a radio show. And the guy, the radio host, she called in, so the audio is kind of bad. But the guy asked her point blank. I think the guy's conservative. I don't know. He sounded like a weirdo. I didn't want to look into him. But he said, he asked this question point blank. Well, since we're talking about Ellen, do you feel that homosexuality is a sin? Her answer? You know, I, I can't honestly answer on that in the sense of I have too many people that I love that they are homosexual, 
Um, I don't know. I actually had a conversation with someone last night about it, and I was like, I can't say one way or the other. I I'm not God. So when yeah. people when people ask questions like that, that's I don't what know my her. Go-to is. Like <laughs> I just say, read the Bible and find out for yourself. Because and when you find out, let me know. Because I'm learning too. Wow, you're a pro already. Well, okay, that guy's sounds Okay, gross. buddy. Yeah. yeah. Wow, <laughs> well, you can really talk for a girl. You know, we're making fun of him, but I bet his theme song sounds like ours. <laughs> well, I think he was probably almost just commending her on giving kind of a dodgy answer, which is what that was. Oh, yeah. His next question was, do you support the Me Too movement? <laughs> Are you and have serious? you been sexually harassed? Really? And he she said, said this? Yeah. What'd she say? Uh, she did not answer about me too, but she Ugh. did say I've never been sexually harassed or if I have, I didn't realize I have. Yeah. You didn't realize any. <laughs> so anyway, so this is, I just want to talk about this for a second. I, and I know we were pretty critical of her in our episode, but I find this moment culturally to be completely fascinating because she said, I don't know. That's huge. I don't know. So there's like a couple of options here for what's actually true. One, she does believe homosexuality is a sin and she's covering her bases. Right. And I like only Christians say only homosexuality too. They don't right. like cover of like anything all else. The GDT yeah. Plus, yeah. Uh, uh, two, <laughs> she does not believe homosexuality is a sin and she's covering her bases. Or three, she truly doesn't know and she truly is trying to be discerning and learning. But I find it so interesting now. If you look at her Twitter, her Instagram, this is all it is now. The comment section is rotten with people who are no, pissed off at really? her. Really? On both so, sides yeah. of the issue? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh so goodness. all the Christians that wanted to say, yeah, it's a sin. Obviously, it's a sin. They're all very mad at her. And so she's already starting to erode and alienate some of that base. The ones that are saying... That, you need that, to be more Christian and okay. you should that have homosexuality is yeah be people, our Christian role model. People who are mad that she have has not condemned homosexuality. Which is I just find this so this is such a fascinating moment because it's like how many of these people didn't care at all that she did, Ellen? But then the fact that she said, I don't know, because there's a huge contingent, I'm sure, of Ellen's viewers that are like, Yeah, I believe gay people are blah 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 blah, but I like when she dances. Mm-hmm. Right. Like in that sort of thing, or like, yeah, get get the message out there, Daigle. Go hang out with sinners on Ellen. And now it's like, to do the mainstream thing, you can't play this game anymore. Yeah, you can't you pretend can't. like, well, it's just for everybody, especially when someone asks you that point blank, basically. Yeah. Um, and this is like the, the fact that this is such a crucible question, too, of like, are you one of us? Or are you of the world? And Friends, the amount of, and I did not watch all of any of them, but the amount of like YouTubers making videos like the problem with Lauren Daigle or like what I think about Lauren Daigle or what Lauren Daigle's thing tells us about Christianity (laughs) today is wild. Now, the hopeful thing is the idea of like she, I feel like the first two options are cynical, but the third option of like she actually is trying to discern and she doesn't know. Maybe that's optimistic that she is telling the truth. Am I a total goon? No. I I was like, she means it. She's just trying to figure it out because, like, for her to say worded in that way yeah. to say that she spoke with her friends and like she can't see it as like um, wholly wrong. I feel like she's humanized at least the discussion. 
to simply say like, I have friends who are homosexuals. I think that I got to give her a little bit of credit. Yeah. Well, and I think so too. And maybe I'm turning out to be cynical too, but I think just based on like what I do know or have seen of Lauren Daigle, I feel like she's probably being like trying to be careful with her PR and aware Mm -hmm. of it, but also kind of being honest at least of like, yeah, to me, if I'm reading in myself into it, I think she's like, I really want to believe it's not wrong, but I'm too scared to do that yet or I haven't like worked out the theology yet to feel okay about it and so I'm not going to say anything before I'm like ready to defend it or something like that which we have to acknowledge too like as people who are not part of this community it can be interesting for us when for a lot of people this is like severely damaging and difficult for for them and so I don't want to pick this apart of like ooh what an interesting like little play thing like this people's lives are at stake in in a way and not that Lauren Daigle will decide their fate but like she is I think the face of like this weird time span that we are in with Christianity of like there's still so many people who lived through Prop 8 and now it's legal and they're like (laughs) southerners who have to figure out how to like be part of the union all of a sudden without like letting letting it out there that they're still racist or whatever you know what i mean interesting analogy and so um it sucks it's like it sucks really bad yeah um but hopefully yeah it's kind of exemplary to see her like do it out loud yeah maybe she'll come out on the right side of things (gasps) i'm hopeful for miss daigle honestly because you know reading the answer i was like oh but listening to it i i kind of felt like you i'm like maybe she's not putting up a front maybe this is like a a genuine moment of vulnerability. And then it did make me think, there's a guy named Jonathan Merritt who has complicated politics all his own, but he put out an article about like the lost art of discernment in mm-hmm. in like discourse and conversation yeah. where saying, I don't know about stuff does feel like it's not an option. Mm-hmm. Like if you say about a particular issue, I don't know, I'm not sure yet, then sometimes it does feel unacceptable. I felt that at times too. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it is, it, it's 100% different when it affects like, the value and worth and dignity and the affirmation of a human being. It feels like a little, a slightly more dangerous thing to say like, Oh, I'm not sure if I affirm a person or yeah, not. I'm not going to help them you right. know, or anything yet yeah. until I'm sure. Uh-huh. But you know, I think about even like family members or super conservative family members that we have where it's like, you want to encourage them in the right direction and not like, just like yeah. practice. Like, shut it down. Culture. Yeah, yeah. So I get it. It's the, the art of calling people in instead of calling people out. That being said, it mm. is really hard to, I, I will say, I think a lazier answer would have just been like, you know what? I don't know. I'm not God. I think that's a very normal answer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it was like, I don't know. And these are the reasons why. And yeah. that's, come on now, Daigle. Come on, yeah. Daigle. You're close. <laughs> come on, Daigle. Finish lane. Go back on Ellen and say, I love you, Ellen. Honestly, Ellen. you Dance should be her PR her. person because that is brilliant. <laughs> that's actually genius. I it actually and, would be. And if she did that and this like incredibly successful Christian artist said, I affirm gay people. Yeah. That would affect change. I like, I'm not kidding. Like the modern family stuff, it's easy to write off like sitcoms and the effect they have, but culture does matter. So this stuff, this stuff does matter. And Mm -hmm. maybe there's like impressionable listeners or people that are discerning themselves are like, well, maybe Lauren Dale says, you know, like, it does affect things. I yeah. mean, how many people signed up to vote after Taylor Swift tweeted? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's a real thing. A you know? depressing amount. A depressing <laughs> amount of people. <laughs> oh, boy. So that's been our segment we call, Hey, 
What's going on with Lord Daigle? Look up, <laughs> we'll check in Daigle. with her from time to time and see what's why. We're recording this way in advance. Maybe the situation has progressed since then, but we'll see. We'll see. But great conversation. Gosh, I really love the perspectives that you guys both had. Oh, thank and thank you, you for keeping me accountable for not uh, making LGBT stuff to be a plaything in a conversation. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, didn't, I felt I hope very I didn't shitty. After you feel condescended to. No, but no, but, it, but just, it's true. Yeah. It's people. It's not like, oh, like sometimes people treat it like football, like the way they do politics, but that's a mm-hmm. good perspective to have mm-hmm. that these are people. <laughs> but that being said, it's time for the hunt for the best Christian song of Lego. all time. Okay. Christian song of all time. <laughs> It's not dumb, it's cool No, and I funny. love it. I mean, it's dumb in the way I love it. You know when you hope for something and it happens, it feels like magic? <laughs> yeah, like our, our brain like filled in what we wanted to happen and it did. <laughs> oh my God. Wow, what a compliment. Oh boy. All the, whatever happens now is just gravy. That was really great. Oh, well, the first song, the first nominee, and again, these nominees have just historically come from me. I encourage listeners to send in your nominees, goodchristianfunnage.com. Email.com. If you ever want to do two and two know, and, and pin them against each other, let okay. me know. Uh, but these nominees have come for me. The first song up is a song called River by an R&B trio, R&B pop trio, I would say, called Out of Eden. This is Out of Eden? Yeah. I love Out of Eden. They were like your guys, right? Yeah. They were my first concert. Ever? Ever. Freedom. Right. And Michael Jackson. (laughs) Yeah, isn't that funny? We were home. <laughs> Is it three Uh-oh. women? Yeah. This feels good. This does feel good. This song is like, do go chasing waterfalls. <laughs> Waterfalls are good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, totally. <laughs> Buttery vocals. It's not bad, so right? Good. It's a smooth spread. <laughs> when they do that kind of breathy trio singing, like, <laughs> this right here. I love it. Actually, <laughs> this chorus slams. It slaps so hard. You can see the choreography. 
Take you through the bridge? No, not yet. <laughs> Another <Box> course. <laughs> yeah. A little backstroke. Okay. Breaststroke. <laughs> <laughs> So that's pretty much it. River yes. by Out of Eden. Yes, Caroline, this is this is kind of the only Christian band you were following as a kid, right? Mm-hmm. Like your number one with a bullet? Pretty much, yeah. I think. I, I think there were a couple others. But yeah, this was like my first big one. And I had my like first spiritual experience at an Out of Eden concert really? in Michigan. Oh. Sitting at the front of the church. I think I was like six. And my sister and her cool friend were with me. And I remember just like sobbing and not knowing why. <gasps> and being like, and they're like, what's wrong? And I was like, I don't know. But it's, I don't know. And it was like, just this is God or oh, something. I wow. don't know. It was, it was great. And I think they like prayed for me. <laughs> it was great. I Your friends out of or out of Eden? <laughs> they, uh, stopped, they stopped the concert. They're like, hold up. <laughs> they're like, can you be quiet? <laughs> <laughs> we're trying to play music. It's <laughs> <laughs> not your moment. Um, uh, but yeah, out of Eden so is great. I've never heard this song though. I don't think this is a song. I really kept up with from them. one of their albums in 1999 mm-hmm. that came out. So that feels like it would be in your strike zone. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> been like eight, seven years old yeah, or I was, something. I was nine. Yeah. When the mountains fall, when the stars collide, I know you'll be there standing by my side. Mm. When the river, when the river runs, overflows the seas, I know you'll be there, still be loving me. Oh. So this is nice. this is great because it's almost like. Christian music provides uh, wish fulfillment that pop music sometimes can't. Where it's like, what if you, the guy or the girl that you're super into, yes. is God? <laughs> well, actually, is literally love God, you. and like, and that's it. it. Yeah. Is, is is actually what? Will actually always love you. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> there is something like I am feeling chills right now. I was having the exact same experience of like, this is what pop music cannot do. Mm. Like, because no human can never disappoint you or always be by your side but it's like oh delivers the promises. impactful sure it's impactful yeah and <laughs> this is so kind of it's like a love song in some ways too this is a little bit of a jesus is my boyfriend kind of song sure but yeah if <laughs> it was like a pop it. song the bridge would be like and we might have some hard times and some bad times but i know we'll reconcile eventually <laughs> Uh, but this, it can just be, it's all good. Oh, yeah, that eternity. Fall, the stars collide. Eternity, yeah. So Amazing. many declarative statements. God will not make a fool of you. Yeah. Uh, he won't make well, you a cuck, Kevin. He <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's working on that promise for you, oh Kev. My he's, about to, he's about to deliver. I was talking with our friend Chelsea about if you, un, you know, I hope this doesn't happen, but if you did pass away before me and we did like, you know, like a, a seance night and we had like a Ouija board. It's like, <laughs> oh, it's moving. And I'm holding it. It goes, see... <laughs> You see you soon. Oh, see, uh-oh. Okay, oh come on, even from the grave. Good grief! He keeps going till he spills out cookie cheese. <laughs> cookie cheese. It's a long wow. joke. Wow! Even from the grave. Don't you have something better to do in the afterlife? This is what you 
were talking about when I'm not around. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to like a cuck from the grave. Yeah. Well, the oh, conversation, so nice. you know, when you're in your 20s, the conversation used to be like, oh, who do you think will find love first? Or maybe who will get married? And now it's who's going to die first or oh. last? <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I hope it's me. Hey, I don't hope it's you. So I'm gonna have to live in a world without Kevin. Oh, that's very sweet. That's sweet. Oh, so Car- Caroline's playing a character on the podcast too. <laughs> <laughs> so playing it up. All right, the second nominee, the second nominee for the hunt for the best Christian great. song of all time, is a song called "Shackles" parentheses praise you by Mary Mary. Uh, this is my song. Really? Is this true? Oh, Mary knows it. Oh, she's mouthing it. She's doing very elaborate choreography to it. (laughs) She's gotten out from her chair. Oh, wow. That's flexibility right there. Whoa. (laughs) Gymnastics, eight years straight. Dang. Wow, really? Oh, wow. Oh, Some auto tune. Oh, I just heavy auto I've never heard that before. I know. I feel like that's an edit. Bold. Mary Mary walked so T Pain could run. You remember it? Uh, no, I just didn't know there was all those woo-woo-woos in there. <laughs> wow. Yeah. There's some flourishes. Yes, Bridge. Yeah. Oh, boy. Mary, I feel bad. We didn't ask you. During your guestimony, what w- what was your exposure to Christian pop culture, Christian music, and stuff? clearly you know this. You know this. Song? I do know this, but I heard this much later after it came out. Cause okay. My friends and I in Chicago, weirdly, these two girls in the improv scene, Emily Wilson and Colleen Murray, we were weirdly obsessed with like praise music yeah. <laughs> uh, from this era. So a lot of like Kirk Franklin. Sure. Um, yeah. Do you guys know um, "Take Me to the King"? Take Me to the King. I'm By looking Kirk it up right now. No. Um, this is, oh, I don't, Take Tamala, somebody? To the king. Take me to the, oh, Tamala? oh it might Ooh. be Tamala Man. Yes. Take me to the king. I don't have much to bring. Okay. My heart's Let it build. Okay. <laughs> this is like your warm up before you guys keep going. Take me to the king. To the king. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you get to go like this. Ooh, I'm tired. Uh, <laughs> Phew. I'm tired, too, too tired. Do a lot of ad-libbing. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, this, this is a this is a later artist. This came out in 2012. Yeah, uh, again, speaking of Oprah, out. I'm all churched out. Uh, you guys, it's building. It's building, good. and it's it's coming for you. I can't fade what's left to do. Oh my gosh! Yes. Come on. Truth is, I'm weak. Oh, this should have been a nomination. No <laughs> again, that wasn't me. Lower building than I thought. Sorry. <laughs> no, but it's worth it. Okay, thank you. We're here thank for you the for slow bid. I'm so glad you brought this to the table. Fun. Oh yeah. We're all gonna be singing this in our cars. Again, much slower on the build than I remember. Oh, it's okay. Don't worry. Okay. I'm, I'm patient. We got twelve minutes left. Yeah, <laughs> I got time. Here comes the guy. Take me to the king. Oh. I don't have much to bring. My heart's torn in pieces. It's my offering. Yeah. Lay me at the throne. Leave me there alone. To gaze upon your glory and see. How did you find this lady? don't remember um i do love like mary mary and i think i probably had yeah. them on and like um and also in our makeup trailer for ap bio there's a lot of like gospel music in there in the That's morning fun. it's wonderful and my mom always texts me daily bread i don't know if you're familiar yeah no. is that like just the daily verse of the day or yeah like okay. a like an anecdotal story and then like a verse and then how they whatever she texts you one every day Without fail, oh, <laughs> like a bot, so yeah, like a bot, <laughs> like a Russian bot, bot. yeah. Oh. <laughs> I like uh, unsubscribe, <laughs> uh, but it is weird because I started reading it to like people in the trailer. I'd be like, "Well, big one is coming through with the daily bread," and I would read it, <laughs> and hell if we didn't feel a little different afterwards, I though. Bet. Like, just like, man, that feels really good. <laughs> it started off as wow. kind of like a joke, and now it's like. It really Just does fulfill my quiet heart. Quiet down. Here's Daily Bread. <laughs> yeah. Wait, That's turn like it up. What's it, going on over here with Tamala? I, just, I don't want to miss it. That's it. You're going to love okay. when it starts to break apart. Is there a Kirk Franklin breakdown? He does talk. Or does he just go, come on? He a lot of that. Talk. <laughs> oh, Kevin. That's beautiful. Isn't it pretty? <laughs> Her newest album cover is so aggressive. Have you seen it? It's her and her husband kissing. Whoa! <laughs> She's most she of was the frame. <laughs> no, they are lip to lip. And why is he there? <laughs> uh, it says David and Tamala Mann, Us oh? Against the World, The Love Project. That's her newest album, The Love Project. I don't know if it's symbolic, but she takes up three quarters of the <laughs> pictures. We know uh, who the star is. Yeah, I'm, oh, I'm here for boy. Tam. Thank you. Wow, this is good. Let's put this in the ring. All right. For best song. This is a nominee now. Wow. Take Me to the King by Tamala Mann. There's a choir. By the way, <laughs> choirs are really expensive to hire if you want to do it for your live podcast show. <laughs> As I found out. You looked into it? I did. I have for past shows where I'm like, oh, maybe it'd be fun if we did. That but would be great. Now, here's what I want to yes, throw out to you. Um, I have for now two years been like 
just mulling around about this idea of like creating a little choir. And I'll tell you, people are constantly like, I need that in my life. I need some sort of like joyful <laughs> singing. And I think it only can happen if it really is just like, maybe for this, maybe we get a choir together I for your podcast. Love <gasps> oh, Lord. Be a part of that. Kevin and Caroline and the GCF Street Singers. Come on. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> the GCF Street Choir would be what it would be. Wow. We How's will take it. One? Okay, please do. And I will be the American tenor. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm a, I'm a tenor as well. I, I still sing in a church choir from time to time. You do? Oh, that's right. Yeah. And and uh, as we're recording this, the holidays are coming up. We're about to do. Are you doing the Christmas oh, choir? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. fun! Yeah, yeah. They're like a little. You can just kind of jump in anytime, which is nice. That's I'm cool. Oh yeah. yeah. If you want to show up, I'm sure they'd be happy I to have it. you. I love it. Yeah, oh, my God, I love it. Oh boy! But out of these three oh, nominations, what do we think is the best Christian song of all time? Between River, between Shackles, between Take Me to the King. Honestly. Put the three of them together. They tell a little story. Hello. Oh, my gosh. Right? This is a beautiful triumvirate we've created here. <laughs> I love this music. I love these artists. I'm just going to come out of the gates. And I, listening to it again, I think that Mary Mary song is actually the best Christian song. You've ever heard. I've ever heard. Yeah. And I know that's like such a, it's a, it's kind of its own category, but everyone loves it, even if you're not a Christian. Absolutely. Which is kind of special and it's just it makes you move but it makes you say i'm just gonna praise him over and over it makes you and feel sexy like, but not too sexy not too sexy and it's like weirdly <laughs> timeless like it's still fun to listen to and not it doesn't feel like it's super dated in a, uh -uh. in a bad way i i really think it's the best one i will vote for of these three i have to also vote for shackles there's a little nostalgia factor attached to it because I was a part of a dance troupe that did choreograph <laughs> a number right. to this. You did song. a liturgical praise. <laughs> That's right. Uh, no, I if 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 I played the song again, I could do all of the choreography for the course. I will not do that. Why did you because, not do that? Because the headphones don't go long enough. <laughs> <laughs> I think you I do need, need to do a supplemental video for yeah. this particular podcast. Hey, for the Patreon, you Patreon.com slash Good Christian Fun. Hey, hey, <laughs> to see him move through our the subscription. Space. We have negative five subscribers <laughs> for the month of January. We're being sued by the state. <laughs> Patreon is shut down. <laughs> by a vacuum no people would love to see that clicking okay so yeah i say shackles as well i love this song and i think you're right there's a weird phenomenon of people who listen to it or like who know it who know it the music video is 19 million views on on youtube currently so there's still some resonance with it to this day yeah and it's not i don't know what about it like shackles from my feet so i can dance i just want to praise you it it even though it's weirdly like you couldn't mistake it to not be a christian song like you can some christian right. songs it still feels good and yeah. maybe it's like you know like uh last week's guest aaron was talking about where christian music is almost a genre like sci-fi music is a genre or sci-fi film is a genre of film where it's like it you don't have to believe aliens exist to enjoy it you can still enter into mm. that as like a fun genre so yeah i'll yeah. say i'll say shackles. no one no one doesn't like a choir it, it's part of our being it's to hard like to voices together oh, yeah, you yeah. Think so? i do i yeah. really do think so it is a nice sound yeah I, I i've never heard someone say i hated this really good oh, choir <laughs> <laughs> maybe they exist 
if you're one of those people, write in. But I, yeah, it'd be hard. If you're one of those people, unsubscribe from this hey, podcast. No. I don't want you. No, 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 it's so It's because good. it's the best song. Yeah, and I also feel like I remember having this really dorky experience of hearing this song, like loving it, listening to it a bunch, and then one day just being like, take the shackles off my feet so I can dance. Like, <laughs> it finally clicked about, like, what an incredibly freeing and joyful message that is. Yeah. I don't care who you are. We all have shackles. We need to take them off so yeah. we can dance. <laughs> But it, yeah, and I think it's like it's a great mix of a really good pop song rooted into like a really painful history yeah. for this people group that was able to sing about it that 100%. way, and then also make it like this amazing song. So it's, yeah, it just works. Yeah, it's weirdly Ooh. loaded. It feels like yeah. pop music functioning at its best. Yeah. Yeah. This might be actually the best. I think it is. Should we end this? As segment? soon as you played it, I was like, oh no, it's the best one. <laughs> <laughs> now we'll carry on because I think there's like if you go beyond maybe this like genre. Of music, we could find the best. Yeah, I did choral have choral Christian song. Sure, Ooh, no, and I did have different. I I decided to go this way for tonight, but I did have different genre pairs selected. Mm. So, like, if we wanted to do something Latin, we could have done that. If yeah. we wanted to do a ballad, we could have done that. Sure, but, the best uh, like dad rock Christian song. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> it's all There's of them. A lot. <laughs> I think it's all of them. I do have a question. Did you guys ever grow up with the song? Um, all I remember is the hook. It's Wrong way, wrong way. Don't go the wrong way. I don't think so. <laughs> I like that. Whoa, wrong way, wrong way. Is yeah. This, like a kid's this song is a Christian song? song? It was a Christian song. I hesitate to call it a rap, but I do think that's what it was intended. <laughs> wrong way, go wrong way. Wrong See? Way. Don't go the wrong way. Wrong way. <laughs> There's like hand wrong motions, way. like wrong way, wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> don't. Go the wrong way. Well, now we got to figure this out, listener. If you do know, yeah, please if you let know, us know, yeah, and we'll um, we'll post it. Yes. Okay. Wow. Fun. What a fun hunt. <laughs> this has been the hunt for the best Christian song of all time. You are the best Christian song of all time. Okay. Pokemon Go. <laughs> oh, yeah. We Hillary. Could, oh, no. Hillary reminded us. Thank you, Hillary. You vote for the best Christian song of all time. Oh, she came off of her Christian hike Fun to let Pod. us know. I'm no longer going to be a Sasquatch. I'm going to get on Twitter and vote on the GCF podcast for one of these all songs. All voting is important. <laughs> all voting. Trust <laughs> <Really>? me. <laughs> Pokemon Go to the polls. At Christian Fun Pod, you can vote for your best Christian song of all time there. Oh boy. Keep chilling, girl. <laughs> oh, all right, but now it's time to bring it down, Mary. It's time to bring it down to holier space. All the lights are dimming in the sanctuary. Wow. Our muscles are getting relaxed. The massage envy lady. <laughs> Drugs are kicking is... in. <laughs> <laughs> the cush is hitting. <laughs> the massage envy lady That's will right. be returning. <laughs> Mary, we're not here to promote ourselves or plug our own projects. We're here to lift them up. We're here to lift up our social media handles and lift up our own projects and lift up what we might be enjoying in secular culture. So as per usual, we'll start with Caroline. I would like to lift up my Twitter and Instagram, also the glory of God. Um, You can also give glory to God at Caroline's Farts if you want to follow me there. Mm. Um... 
And I will be, uh, for pop culture, I'm going to lift up Judas by Jeff Loveness. He talked about it um, on our episode. This That will come out before this. Yes. One, right? Okay. Um, he was great. And he wrote this graphic novel um, looking at the story of the crucifixion from Judas. And there's a point where Judas goes down to hell and forgives Jesus for what he did to him. Ooh. And it's it's like so beautifully illustrated and like kind of profound and might wreck your faith. So just <laughs> know that. Uh-oh. Um, Do we have to end the podcast, Caroline? <laughs> Is this your way of telling me? It was, it's so good. And, and um, it was nice for me because it kind of scratched that itch of wondering like, why did the mechanism of salvation or whatever have to work this way? And it's, it's just really good and just really entertaining if you like a good graphic novel. Mm-hmm. So I was going to loan it to you, Kevin, if you want it. I was going to buy it. So I would love for you to well, loan it Well, you should it buy me. it and support Well, Jeff. I will buy it, but also loan it to me until it gets there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And it's just like a really nice cover. It's, it's very like beautiful. Stuff. Yeah. So yeah. So check that out. That is a I beautiful that. cover. Oh. Yeah. Judas by Jeff Loveness. Mm-hmm. And who's the illustrator on that? Uh, Jacob Rebelka. Jacob Rebelka. Thank you, Caroline. We turn it to Mary. One Mary. I just want to thank thank you so much. (laughs) I'm feeling the Holy Spirit fill me up. Hey, thank you. Um, Please find reflections of God's promises (laughs) at Merrill Swan. (laughs) Would you say I could get my daily bread from... Man cannot live on bread alone. <laughs> so <laughs> I can. <laughs> I love bread. <laughs> Man can't live on bread alone, but Oprah definitely can. <laughs> oh man, it's a shame we aren't pastors because we would just be we would kill it. Oh my jokes. gosh! Oh, I mean, like I, I would like to start as a youth Easy pastor. Crowd. You know, have a tougher crowd at first. Uh-huh. Yeah, I kind of work out the kinks. That's right. Yeah. Grow some chest hair, and then when I'm ready. Whoa. Really but, light that up. Wow, I really used that turn of phrase wrong. Ch- hairs on your chest. Uh, put some hairs on your hair chest. On your, puts yeah. hair on your chest. Yeah. yeah. This will put hairs on your no, chest. No, you weren't wrong. You, I'm going to grow it. some chest hairs. I'm going to grow some chest hairs. The famous aphorism. <laughs> um, Follow me now. Wait, can you spell out your um, handle for people? Sure. It's at M A R O L D. S-W-A-N, Merold Swan. Merold Swan. See, Caroline does this to test each of our guests to see if they actually <laughs> Make sure know they're literate. <laughs> yeah. oh, okay. And that they can read. <laughs> <laughs> and if they don't, you just erase the episode? Yeah. Yes, that's right. And we're lifting up AP Bio. Check out AP Bio. Mary's so yes, funny on Mary's that show. Mary's so good on it. So, and I so very good. embarrassing like like realized that she was in that show and I love her so much in it. So oh, thank you guys. It was, it's a great show. Anything you're loving in pop culture right now? What's the best last thing you saw? Creed 2. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. He's and, back at it. Oh, man. I, I'm such a sucker for a montage. <laughs> I just love him. I wish the whole Good. thing was a montage. <laughs> the whole thing. I wish it was. I wish it was working one out thing. Quick cuts. Has anyone ever done movie? a two-hour montage for a movie? Oh, <laughs> probably. I think it's called Rocky Four. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, um, that's true. That's does true. he get all bruised, messed up at some point? Oh, you know it. You know it. But also there's at one point he wears this in his training montage in the desert with, I think, convicted felons. I think. Whoa. Um, Yeah, it's pretty raw. He puts this leather strap around his head and it's connected to this giant weight. And it's just him doing these neck exercises. What? (laughs) Is it like crossfitting? Uh, It's like CrossFit medieval exercise to show. But it would like, be like, oh, multiple yeah, the times. neck. Gotta make sure. 
You wow. gotta be prepared. You gotta bulk that neck up. <laughs> the neck takes most of the energy. Yeah. Oh, that's wow. how boxing works. Yeah. Great move. The neck. <laughs> be neck forward. Uh, we're neck positive here Creed on Good two. Christian Fun. I love Creed One. Looking forward Loved to Creed Two. Uh, well, you can lift me up at Kevin T. Porter on everything. And I, wait, do I not have anything? No, I don't have anything to lift up. I'll lift up, uh, I'll, no, everything I have to lift up is something I've said before. Do a, do a repeat. Do a repeat? Yeah. Ooh, if I did do a repeat, Why Julian Baker, not? I still love that album okay. so, so much. Send that home. Yeah. Julian Baker, Boy Genius, I already lifted that up too. I already lift everything up. I've come to the end of my taste making. It's difficult to have um, discovered new material every week. So well, and especially when we did back to back. Because we true. recorded an episode last night. Yeah. And I blew two of them. I should say the intern for tonight, because that movie does rock. <laughs> and Caroline thinks I'm wrong. But, I think but I'm, I'm also right. like, enjoy the intern. I don't care. You know what? Live your life, yeah. but uh, I'm not satisfied with that. I want you to enjoy the answer too. <laughs> Aww, that's did you so see it? Nice, they did. You did see it, yeah. Oh man, that's why I feel strongly. There's a, there. We you think we have different tastes, but we actually have similar tastes. I don't know. They ju- really? I don't think so. I think we do. I not like, with music. Yeah, but I not feel like uh, there's. I. <laughs> I almost said I'm not making fun of you, but it's just the first thought. I do love Thor Ragnarok. I know you love Thor Ragnarok. Yes, it's great. No, I I love it. I mean, I love it in like, you know, you just love Thor movies. Like, they're good. <laughs> Kevin has turned it into like, that's the only movie I love for some reason. And, and then he was like, oh, Caroline's going to bring up Thor again this time. We're like, oh, Caroline's uh, mentor is Captain America or whatever. And it's not. It's just funny to think of you. I was like, and I know you. You're like a very particular, unique soul. And it's so fine. And honestly, sincerely, I think your taste is great. But it's so funny to apply just like, you like the most popular movies of all time. Yeah, yeah. They are popular. I like them. But I like playing um, into the fact that that's all you like. I know, it is funny. But it's not. No. It's humorous. We see and a lot of movies together that we both enjoy a lot. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. I just want yeah, to connect with you. And I love you, and you're a great co I love you too, Kat. We didn't do the wrap-up at the end of the year with our Christmas episode, but I do... Oh, yeah. Uh, maybe we'll do it for an episode that'll come out after sure. the yeah. Anyway, we'll sure. get to it later. Lift us up everywhere at Christian Fun Pod. Leave us a review on iTunes slash Apple Podcasts. We donate a dollar to charity for every review you leave. We're donating to St. Jude's. That's correct. St. Jude's. They help this families month. pay even if they can't. It's great. Mary, thank you so much for thank joining you guys. us. What on a the thank show. you so much for being here and spending what time a with us. Pleasure. And so fun. Busy schedule. What a delightful guest. And there's nothing left to say <laughs> except for and all of Pod's people said, Amen. Amen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we, 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 we got to go on with that one. Right? <laughs> I mean, this is pretty good, but... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I should mute it. Caroline, <laughs> I, know, I don't know any more of the words. Okay. I will see you next week on GCF. Goodbye.
Oh, hey, y'all. It's me, Amy Grant. Okay, 2019 is so far so good, right, y'all? It's been a good year for the show. I'd say, I dare even say, it's been the best year yet for the show. We didn't have these kind of gangbang blockbuster. You know, I shouldn't have said gangbang. I meant like gangbusters, and I said gangbang. Amy made a boo-boo. Amy, that might have been a Freudian slip for Amy. Me and Vince got plans with uh, Michael W. Smith and his wife Larry tonight, so maybe that's what I'm thinking of. But be that as it may, next week on GCF, Kevin and Caroline are talking about the Pure Flix movie, Same Kind of Different as Me. That's that's the title of it. It's on Netflix. You can stream it for free. You don't need to pirate it or like, you know, pay $3.99 iTunes for it. It starts Greg Kinnear and Renee Zellweger. It's called Same Kind of different as me. And you can't even wrap this under the tree, but next week, here comes same kind of different as me. (laughs) I can't believe it's called. I truly can't believe it's called that. All right. But, you know, watch it. Kevin and Caroline watching. Going to talk about it next week. Going to have a great time. So, uh, yeah, that's it. Got to go. Michael W. Smith, shoot me a text right now. Amy, my own Grant, over and out. That was a HeadGum Podcast.